0: Welcome to the RTO Superhero Podcast with me, Angela Connell-Richards, where we will explore the complexities of compliance and how to ensure business success within your RTO. This podcast is for anyone within the training industry who wants to learn from my experience as an RTO consultant, RTO manager, trainer and assessor, and entrepreneur, as well as the experience of other experts in this field. Listen in and let us help you become the RTO superhero you want to be. Over the last 10 years, we have gone through some massive changes in the training industry. Since ASQA's inception in 2011, there has been a huge shift in the training industry from not only a vet regulator that is at a state level, we've now moved to a national level. But we also had the standards that were introduced instead of a framework, and we've had so much change with how we regulate regulated over that time. In the last four or five years, we've actually found that ASQA have been very, very tough. When ASQA first came in in 2011, there were over 6,000 RTOs around Australia. Now, there are less than 4,000. And that is due to ASQA's agenda to shut down as many RTOs as possible. And yeah, we had a lot of dodgy operators that were in the industry. And yes, some of those needed to be closed down. But unfortunately, what happened was we had a number of good operators who got swept out with the bad. And it made our industry so tough to work in because we were being over-regulated and having so many issues with how we were regulated. This is why we're now going through a VET reform, and the VET reform is going to have a major impact on how we work within the training sector, commencing with a change in the standards where they're going to be rewritten from the start. So, they're totally going to be different standards in legislation when it comes to RTOs and how we're regulated. The positive change has been, recently I saw Christina Bolger from ASQA, who is a uh, Deputy Chief Executive Officer, speak at our TECA conference. And it was so good and refreshing to hear how positive she was about the training industry and how ASQA wants to focus on quality education. And the other big area is working together with RTOs. When ASQA first came out, Their mandate was, we are here to regulate, not teach you or guide you. This got them into a lot of trouble. COAG actually stated to them, actually, you can't expect people to follow legislation if you're not teaching them what is compliant. So, that has been a massive shift with the regulator and how we are regulated. They've responded to the recommendations from the recent skills reform agreement and what came through on the recent regulator uh, audit where ASQA were audited. And they've gone through some massive changes with their leadership team and how they are regulating with the training industry. At Vivacity, we work with over 300 RTOs around Australia and we've experienced so many highs and lows. And during that time, it's been, and particularly the last 10 years, it's just been incredible what we've experienced at Audit, and in particular, inconsistencies between auditors. But ASQA's new direction is very much focused on how they are working together with RTOs. Even their logo has gone through a change. If you have a look at the new ASQA logo, you'll note that the queue is now a symbol of three dashes. The first, which is a open bracket, means consistency. The closed bracket means collaboration, so collaborating with RTOs. And the little squiggle underneath is continuous improvement. And that's what their focus is. Seeing that and hearing about how the whole culture is changing and how they really want to look at that consistency of how they're working and we are working against the legislation, how we are collaborating with the VET regulator instead of combating them. And something I have believed in for a very, very long time is a culture of compliance and continuous improvement throughout your organisation. This shift from compliance control to outcome focus is going to be a massive change to our industry and developing a shared approach to how we are regulated moving forward into the future. ASQA's focus is transparency and within their role as a, and their approach to regulation. Consumer choice for their performance and supporting students and employers. The other big thing that came out was supporting RTOs, looking at procedural fairness, minor deficiencies, Looking at systems and on improvements. And this is where they're focused is these areas. And the underlying culture of own self-assurance as an RTO. What are you doing as an RTO to ensure that you're rectifying any non-compliances and maintaining that continuous improvement approach throughout your organization? And the biggest part is taking action to address these areas. ASCAS focus is supporting that support that provides and builds confidence in the VET sector, how we can improve our whole uh, industry through how we're regulated, but also how we're communicating with industry and providing training that is outstanding and at a quality level. ASCO have released a new regulatory model, and it's how they are operating as a regulator. You can check out the model on the ASQA website, asqa.gov.au. ASQA has recognised that there needs to be work with the sector to share information with RTOs. And they've looked at this from an education-based model on educating the RTOs on how to be compliant and how to improve their practices throughout their RTO. If you haven't heard yet, ASQA have been releasing a series on Spotlight On series, and the first one was on trainers and assessors, and there's another one coming out uh, very soon, which is about online training. In 2020, over 90% of RTOs transitioned to online learning, and that brings problems in itself. We need to make sure that we have collected sufficient evidence to demonstrate that the students are actually competent. So, this Spotlight On series is going to be about how to manage your records and what you need to have in place and all of the evidence that you needed to collect. And it's really looking at how can we improve our practices with the Spotlight On, with ASQA actually explaining what this process is. The strengths and the use of the uh, results and what they've learnt is really what's going to make a big difference with the training industry. Uh, And differentiate the difference between different uh, providers. So, ASCO have released some best practices and it's based on risk-based, fairness and impartiality, regulation against quality, not necessarily the legislation, raising awareness on how to improve your practices within your organisation And really looking at the patterns of risk and non-compliance and how can you minimize those risks within your RTO. It's very interesting and engaging with RTOs. uh, ASQA is very interested in engaging with RTOs for identifying future Spotlight On series. So, if you've got any ideas on what you would like to see on future Spotlight Ons, get in contact with ASQA. The new audit model has commenced with the the audit process and how they are regulating. They're assessing the essential requirements of the standards and not focusing on minor deficiencies. They've undertook a full review of what they're doing and how they're regulating. And they're more focused on greater consistency and procedural compliance. The internal structure of Asqua has changed and we've seen some massive changes over this year alone and how that is impacting the culture of Asqua. And from what we can see so far, the uh, tides have certainly changed and the culture is much different from what it was a year ago. They really want to make informed decisions based on compliance, but with a focus on how are you implementing that continuous improvement approach and the quality outcomes? They're looking at improved mechanisms for managing non-compliance with a focus on RTOs, are monitoring, reviewing quality practices within their RTO, and how are they ensuring the continuous improvement and quality practices within their RTO if there are any non-compliances. When standards are not met, they are still reported, but the focus will be on the standards, uh, will be self-assurance. So focusing on continuous improvement. A big shift has been the focus on clause 2.2, which is all around continuous improvement. So ASCO want to see evidence within your RTO that you have a continuous improvement approach throughout your organization. And if there are non-compliances identified, that you have a process for managing that risk. What they will be doing in the future for minor risks, they'll be putting in place agreements to rectify those uh, non compliances. Historically, in the past, ASQA only provided 20 business days to address any non compliances. And they've identified that this just cannot be done. And what it is doing is it's forcing RTOs to provide any data, and it may not be quality, and they're not really improving their practices. So, what they will be doing is putting together agreements to rectify where they'll, you can negotiate a time frame of when you'll get this rectification completed. And it's not necessarily that you're going to be submitting that back to ASQA. It might be that they come back and do another audit later on down the track, or they just want to see evidence of those non-compliances rectified in future audits. They want providers to have time to fix the non-compliances and any other issues within the system without rushing the process. And the focus is on improvement with the system and supporting the RTOs to address the non-compliances. The responsibility will be back on the providers to improve their systems and practices. ASCO will utilise data from past audits to identify if they will implement agreements to rectify and it's really important that what we're looking at is bringing back more of a story of practice model of working with RTOs. So, I'll be really interested to see when in the future of ASQA orders what it's going to be like. ASQA will be providing case studies to assist RTOs on how to conduct rectifications and how, what they need to do in order to respond. Which brings me back to the old ANTA days where we used to have the evidence guide on uh, that would assist RTOs with providing evidence to non-compliances. It's a much better model and much fairer, uh, and it's more uh, equal for the RTOs to be able to implement that into their organisation. ASCO have stated that they're going to have more regular updates to regulatory strategy and they're really focused on, at the moment, online learning. And identifying the key risks with online learning. So, you might have seen that they've got a uh, strategic plan review at the moment in online learning and how have RTOs been collecting that data and ensuring that they've collected sufficient data to deem a student competent. Compliance and assessment changes to be rolled out in September and how they're looking at the process. And then we'll also be providing an annual provider survey that's going to be released soon. The future looks bright uh, with benchmarking and looking at how ASQA can work with RTOs. I'm very excited. This is the best change that I've seen in the training industry for a very long time. With the vet reform, the standards changing, micro-credentialing, and now ASQA with a focus on working together with RTOs. What a bright future we have. So exciting. And why is this happening now? Well, I don't know whether this would have all happened uh, if COVID had it happened. I think actually things were fast-tracked due to COVID and uh, ASQA auditors not travelling around. But what I have really identified is this whole process and like everyone within the RTO industry can breathe a sigh of relief. It's not like you can rest on your laurels and sit back and let compliance go out the window because now more than ever, you need to be very aware of what the changes will be, in particular with the changes in standards for RTOs. In the roadmap for the VET reform, the standards are due to be released in August. We don't know a date as yet, but we know it's going to be in August. At Vivacity, we're going to be holding a focus group in Sydney and that focus group will be looking at the draft standards, identifying what that impact could be on your RTO, what are the benefits, what are the detriments and how will it affect you. And we'll be putting together a group report that will go back to ASQA. Uh, not ASQA, it will go back to the government because ASQA don't have anything to do with the standards when it comes to writing them, but it will go back to the government and we'll be able to provide feedback on the standards. We, as a community in the VET sector, we need to be able to give this feedback and this opportunity is here. If you work in an RTO or within the training industry, make sure that you get involved with providing feedback on the new standards because these standards are going to have a huge impact on you and your organisation moving forward. And this is gonna be our one opportunity to be able to give feedback on these current standards that are going to uh, being rewritten. We need to really identify how can we ensure a quality continuous improvement approach throughout our organisation whilst working with the regulator. What are the practices that we need to put in place within our RTO to ensure that there is a process for that continuous improvement? And how are you going to improve any weaknesses within your organisation? To start with, you need to really identify what are the weaknesses so that you can strengthen them. Are you prepared to rewrite your policies, procedures, forms and documentation? This is what's going to happen when the new standards come out is you'll be required to rewrite all of your policies, procedures, forms, and documents to address the new standards. Vivacity has already started the rewrite by looking at the audits that we're currently working in, and we're also identifying what are the continuous improvement practices that you could put into your RTO. This process is a very long process rewriting policies and procedures, and if anybody has been through the process, they would know that it is a huge process. It can take six to twelve months to rewrite policies and procedures. These are good policies and procedures that are actually compliant with the new standards. If you'd like to know more about how Vivacity can help you, get in contact with Vivacity and you can go to our website vivacity.com.au or call 1300 729 455. We have a range of membership programs which include all of the documents, policies and procedures to help you within your RTO. But what we do that is different is we also coach you within your RTO on the business side of running your RTO so you can manage the balance between compliance and business success to grow your organisation. Because let's face it, we're not here just for compliance and we cannot survive on compliance alone. We need to have a continuous improvement approach throughout our organisation focused on quality education and how can you provide that quality education and systems and practices for a better quality education future. And that's what we're focused on at Vivacity is helping businesses in the training industry to grow and scale their business and we use the Rockefeller Habits for helping RTOs grow and we have a month a weekly mastermind where we coach our clients and also guide them through the whole process. So, that's it for today's podcast where we covered what is going to change. There are so many changes that are happening. But the best part is the breath of fresh air with the change with Asqua. I am so excited. There are so many things that are going to change, but we need to stay on the pulse of this. Keep up to date and subscribe to the RTO Superhero Podcast for future updates because the vet reform, micro-credentialing and ASQA will be hot topics for the rest of this year. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you again soon. Thank you for joining us at the RTO Superhero Podcast with me, Angela Connell Richards. Please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on your preferred podcast app. Each rating and review helps me fulfil my goal of helping training organisations around Australia to learn and grow in compliance and business success.